wasn't part of the homework. That was part of the homework. I sent it to you. It also would have been, this would technically be the second time I almost accidentally burned the house to the ground. It would make for good content, though. Eh, not. not worth it. Not worth it. All right. What is up, guys? We are back. It is a Sunday afternoon. Alex is revved. I'm a little revved. It's fine. I'm chilling. Um, <laughs> I've had a fantastic weekend. Impeccable. <laughs> I'm fun. glad. I'm glad. Um, and uh, we got some great stuff for you guys today. Um, but we are going to take a second here, at least a second, to talk about what happened two days ago on Friday. Um, we got some really, really sad news. Um, Chadwick Boseman, um, many of you know him. He played Jackie Robinson. He played Black Panther, amongst other things. Most recently seen in Defy Bloods, the new Spike Lee movie. Uh, passed away at the age of 43 from colon cancer. Um, super devastating news. No one knew, like literally no one knew that he was suffering from this. And um, he was just not only able to complete these movies, but be a beacon of hope and an, extra, an incredibly strong presence and an icon um, for so many people, kids, adults, everybody. And uh, he will be truly, truly missed. So I would say that if you guys get the chance this week and if you can if you can do it and handle it emotionally, I would urge you to check out some of his work, um, especially Defy Bloods. His most recent performance is great. Um, I do feel a Black Panther rewatch coming. Um, but yeah, just rest in power to Chadwick Boseman. Um, moving forward. Moving forward. We got some other stuff today. Oh, you're just going to take it all? Well, go. Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead, please. I just want to say that I think that Black Panther is is realistically the most important movie Marvel has made, I think. Whether you agree it's the best or your personal favorite is another thing entirely. But it is crazy, truly, like that night to see all the videos like resurfacing of of kind of that those like opening weeks of black Panther of how like people are saying like, yo, I've, I went to the movies with like people in my family who have never been to the movies before. And like our whole entire family went like parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, like everyone was at the movies. And um, like the video, the gif of that kid, like dancing in the classroom on the chair, the whole like, classroom full yeah, of kids dancing. I forgot that uh, was was for black Panther. Like it just, it's like, there's so many things about that movie. I feel that are like ingrained in today now. Um, and anyone who says that like black Panther wasn't deserving of best picture, like the impact of that movie was felt then. And it's arguably felt tenfold now. And it's art. I should say it's arguably going to be felt even more now for quite some time. And, uh, if anybody can be considered like an icon of Marvel, definitely Chadwick Boseman deserves that title because he did some truly remarkable things in such a short amount of time. And uh, this is definitely one of the more like devastating losses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, um, seeing all the different reactions, not only from fans and people who, you know, the Black Panther movies, amongst others, meant so much to them, but also like different people around Hollywood, you know, the people that worked with him, um, you know, it's just it's super heartbreaking. And, um, you know, the I think the biggest thing that's like so upsetting is just the idea that he suffered in silence and that really no one knew what was going on. Um, but that's just a real testament to the strength of him and his character and uh, who he was. And on top of just, you know, completing all these movies that he was going out and supporting other kids and meeting with kids who had like, terminal illnesses and all sorts of stuff and being a real life superhero for them. And uh, he will be missed for a very long time. And so our, our prayers go out to, you know, everybody who's feeling this that hit him hard, but especially his family, um, those that were close to him and, uh, no, this cannot be easy for you, but, uh, you know, um, Alex, besides that, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a very good day yesterday. Um, a very, yeah, like, you're doing good. It was, it was the first day in a very long time, probably all of quarantine where I was like, like I just did something very random and on the whim and like it completely like shattered the quarantine kind of like vibes. Um, 
I, yesterday was record store day for those who are unaware. And uh, I've wanted to like, I think the last record store day I actively like participated in was 2014 because the, because the internet vinyl came out. No, we definitely went to sound go round. We did. You're right. That is one more time. Um, more than once. But that was the first time. And it was because of the, because the internet screenplay and I didn't really know what was happening. Um, so I totally cut the whole line and just picked up a record and, and bought it. Um, so I felt kind of bad for that, but yeah, so record store day is kind of like a celebration for indie record stores and like smaller spots. Um, and with that comes like exclusive, either like timed exclusive or like truly exclusive releases. Um, and it's normally in April, but it got pushed obviously because of COVID. Um, so yesterday I forgot that was the first of like three days to eliminate like huge crowds. So I forgot that yesterday was record store day and I woke up and I really wanted the cherry bomb vinyl. That's finally out after five years of waiting. And, uh, and I just looked up like, where's the closest one near me out in long Island. And it was all the way out East about an hour and a half, uh, in, um, I don't know. I like right by Southampton, but like farther than that, even almost by Montauk, like basically the end of the Island. And you were uh, just trying to drive to Montauk because you saw Eternal Sunshine. Well, it's it's funny that, like, we'll talk about that. But uh, at like nine thirty in the morning, I was just like, "Fuck it, you know what? I really want to go." And uh, I got up and I went. A very fun day. Um, driving for like three hours total. Saw a lot of new things. Got to go to an indie bookstore that was really cool, and uh, I got some dope records. Shout out to the people at Inner Sleeve. Doubt they'll ever hear it, but hey. Inner sleeve records at an Amagansett. Go check them out. Um, okay, but yeah, it was a very fun day, and it was just like very good vibes. Listened to some great music on the way there. Got some culture at the stores, and uh, you found some culture in Long Island. Well, at the stores, these were these are only at the stores. <laughs> only at the stores. Yeah, everywhere else was just like oh, avocado toast. Bro, you have a boat. I have a boat. No way. Dude. I was Let's driving behind boat. this boat for hour, like hours. I'm sure you were. <laughs> also, it's very funny. Let me just call out Josh. Let me air him out real quick. Josh sent me this tweet one day that was like, oh, this is you. And it was like, oh, if you think driving 45 minutes is long, like you're it. whack or whatever. And uh, so as I drove, again, an hour and a half each way, I was thinking about this tweet. And then it dawned on me that Josh is also the man who refuses to go places, even if he's in the passenger seat, because it, quote, will be too far away. So I would like to no, say, okay. if can I, anyone, I'm it is you. Right now, if you want to bring this out, we can bring this out. And I'm going to air it all the way out. So we had tentative plans to go drive from New York to Pennsylvania. Oh, I wasn't even it talking about that experience. Oh, it is what you're talking about. It, no, because this is when you met like, me. Shut the hell up. Cream. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Two and a half hour drive to go see Nikhil. Nikhil, we love you. You guys know Stand and Wave. They've been on the, on the show before. To go see a Stand and Wave show, some random ass place in Pennsylvania. Tom's River. And Alex and Allie wanted Bro, to go. It was Tom's River in New Jersey. Whatever, dude. Alex and Allie wanted to go, and me and Hannah were kind of invited to tag along. And uh, we were going to go, but I was like, you know I don't really want to sit in the car for two and a half hours. I had just driven four and a half hours to get to New York. And Alex was like, well, you don't, it doesn't even matter. You're sitting in the passenger seat. It's not even a big deal. Like, and I was like, well, it does matter. Sitting in the car as someone who gets car sick for extended periods of time is not enjoyable. And when Alex drives like a maniac, it becomes even less enjoyable. Maybe. So you can understand, you you can understand, you can understand. Why I wasn't super excited about the idea of sitting in the car for three hours each direction. I'll give you that one. One, it was not three hours each way. That is ridiculous. Two and a half each direction. No. I will pull yes, up. You just said it. I'm, I'm talking more so about when we went to Snowflake 10 minutes from my house. And then when I said, hey, let's go to Magic Fountain another 15 minutes away. And you said, well, I don't want to get back in the car again. Oh, I just don't oh, like sitting in the car. I I'm just want sherbet. Nothing wrong with sherbet, bro. Sherbet is goaded. Fuck off. Josh, if Take I said 
If I said, let's go to Amagansett, you would have cried and moaned, and then I wouldn't have my Cherry Bomb vinyls. Who fucking who? Call me when you open them. But I'm starting the bidding at $100, people. Yeah, so you're not even a real fan. Tyler would be disgusted by you. <laughs> would he not? I would not sell them, though. You just said you were trying to sell them. You said it off the air. You were trying to sell them. You also said in the Tao Bangers group chat that, hey, you guys should go buy these because they, quote, might be valuable. <laughs> I was just letting the people know that if letting they the people to... know that they can make a quick buck on real Tyler fans if they want to. That's fine, Alex. I see no, your games. I never said anything about flipping heavily like that. Mm. Like, I would never price gouge, mm. but like. Guess mm. you would. It's okay. okay. Say what you will. Okay. I will say what I, I know. I know, I know what kind of person you are. And flipping valuable items. Uh, we still have merch out, guys. If you hadn't seen it yet, which I can't imagine you didn't see. But if you didn't see, we dropped some merch this past Friday. It is fucking fire. It was all designed by Brian Wissing, who you know designed the logo, the new logo that's on the website. And he also designed that whole design on the back. Check it out. There are pictures on our Instagram. Um, we'll be posting about it throughout the week, but go get them while you can. They will be available um, until September 14th. On September 14th, the order will close, and you will never, ever be able to get one of these t-shirts ever again. And you'll be so, like, oh my god, this is totally something I wish I got. And we'll be like, hey, you can't have it, but if you want, I'll sell you mine for like $85. Yeah, for like $85, yeah. If you at all are thinking about getting one i would recommend doing it and i'm not just saying that because it's my merch one the design is awesome it came out great this is a shirt that i'm proud to wear and i'll tell i tell people this all the time even if we weren't doing merch for the show like for public release i would have gotten this for myself regardless because it's awesome um get that if you guys want to support us people are always asking us like how can we support the show i know not everybody has all the time in the world to listen but if you don't get the chance to listen all the time and you want to support us like my good friend santino di fiori big shouts um buy a t-shirt tell your friends about it. it's a great way to spread the word and like i said it's a great shirt high quality only the best um and uh yeah it would mean the world to us so yeah until september 14th you guys have time um, think about it, mull it over, sleep on it if you want to, or impulse buy it right now. Do it. Do it. I know and you dude, want to. Dude, if do anything, it. people, buy it, and you can flip it on September 15th. Make a little money yeah. for yourself. Do it. I'm all I'm about fully here people for that. securing bags. Just don't wow and, and like you. Listen, listen. You don't need to secure a duffel bag. You could secure a backpack and still be good. If If one of you is able to flip one of these shirts – for any amount of money more than we are selling them, I will <laughs> be, be deeply, deeply impressed. And, like, you'll have my utmost respect. We'll have you, you on the end team. up flipping this shirt for $30 plus shipping. And that's right, people. The shirts are cheaper than $30. Even with shipping, it should come out to, at most, $30. Because I believe there's a New York State tax that's been added on. Ah, uh, got him. That's a bad thing. But okay, Alex. No, I know. It's, that's a fake tax that goes into my pocket. I represent New York. Um, yeah, you represent New York. It's like, it's like, like if you flip a shirt, we have to bring you on to the WTR team. It's like how people like, like, and catch me if you can, like they make him part of the FBI or like someone will hack into a system and be like, now you're going to make our firewall. So no one else can hack into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're so going to get you on the team. Yeah. If you can flip it, you're in charge of selling our merch now. So that's oh, a big responsibility. God, yeah. Oh, Alex hates it. Um, real quick, another I'm quick my grandma buy one. You're making your grandma buy yeah, one. Yeah, I said do it, and I pushed her. <laughs> I did not push my grandma. I love my grandma, but hopefully she will buy a shirt. I actually haven't told her yet. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, this one more for the grandmas out there. Sorry, you're Alex's big grandma's boy. Shout out, Yaya. All right. Are you done? <laughs> Are you fucking done? <laughs> we have one more announcement to make. Um, we don't usually announce our guests a week in advance, but we are super oh, fucking excited about one. the guest next week. Um, we are having back uh, fan favorite Oliver Pisano. TikTok favorite. Um, TikTok favorite. He is the film TikTok heartthrob right now. If you guys don't follow him on TikTok, follow him at the Piz. That's at the P-I-Z-Z-Z. -Z -Z. 
on TikTok. He's making some great content out there. He's not engaging in any of the stupid trends. He's just doing his own original content, and it's great. It's hilarious. And he has so graciously agreed to join us once again next week. We'll be talking about Mulan. We'll be talking about the new Charlie Coffin movie. I'm thinking about ending things and maybe some other crazy shit that comes up during the week. Um, so get ready for that. Make sure you keep an eye out for those movies and watch them and uh, just get excited because we got Oliver coming back. Um, one last thing, and I know we've been doing a lot of announcements, but it's okay. Um, there is a new article up on the website. Uh, it was just posted by, uh, big, uh, one of my friends, I would call him a big, a big fan of the show. Um, Andrew Markowitz just posted his recap of DC fandom. Now you guys know we did our bonus episode, um, but neither me nor Alex is as big of a fan of DC as Andrew is. Um, he is a lifelong DC fan. So we figured it'd be cool to give you guys that perspective of someone who was like genuinely very hyped up for this and watched the whole event. So head to WTRpod.com right now. The article is up. It is live. And uh, let us know what you think. Um, I think that's it. Alex, you got anything else? Announcements-wise? Uh, my Shining article will be up next week, but that's about it. Shining article coming next week. We're, we're going to try to keep the articles coming constantly, guys. So every once in a while, you're bored at work or you're at home and quarantine's really getting to you. Just pop on over to WTRpod.com. You got episodes. You got articles. You got found the remote. You got everything you need. Constant entertainment. Love it. Um, we have some music to talk about today. Um, not a ton of music, but a little bit of music. Um, Alex, I assume you want to talk about the album first. Yes? What else is there? What else is there? <laughs> You're gonna have to wait and fucking see, aren't you? Um, <laughs> tell them, tell them what the album is. Tell them about it. Well, there's two albums. I don't know what you're planning, Josh. You What's can... the second one? Oh God! I'm talking about Jaden. What are you talking about? Nas. Oh, I totally forgot we. Okay, but that's from like two weeks ago. We can talk Nas a little bit. I All feel right, so like we talk... have to put some respect on that. Let's talk some Nas a little bit. Tell them about the Nas album, Alex. Uh, the tenth, I believe it's the tenth Nas album, um, King's Disease, also known as Gout. Um, I don't know anything about Gout, though, to be honest. Other than that, it exists. I think you can get it from like eating really unhealthily. Well, they call it the King's Disease because it's it's it was mainly in like from gluttonous attitude. Yeah. So like just yeah. sitting around doing nothing but drinking and eating. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so King's disease Sounds came terrible out. though. Gout, from what I hear, it's like fun. joint pain, like crazy joint pain. No, but it like fucks your feet up too. It'll like make them all like gangly. Yeah. Um, I don't even know, but it sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, Nas's album, newest album, came out. King's disease, the widely anticipated follow up. I had that King's Disease at All You Can Eat Sushi last night. I'll tell you that. That's nice. To uh, Nazir. Although there was an album in between, but the Lost Tapes 2 doesn't really count. Um, Nazir was ass. Wasn't really a fan of it. Um, so I was hesitant to to listen to this Nas album, but it's Nas. And even yeah. though I have a love-hate with him, I gave it a shot. Very good um, yeah. in the end. I have, I have a few thoughts on it, but uh, what were your thoughts on well, so I just want to touch on one of those points that you made and that Nas has been kind of hit or miss, especially at this stage of his career. Um, and if you and I mentioned this on the pod like weeks ago, it feels like. But if you had told me that there was going to be a Nas album completely produced by Kanye and that I was going to care so little about it, I would have I would have called you crazy. I would have called you insane. Um, but yeah, Nazir really did not care for it. Did not care at all. I mean, like it was the last one of those albums that Kanye released that summer. No, it wasn't. And uh, yes, it was. It I was think. the third. The last one was Tay on the Taylor. Oh, bitch. Well, okay. Which was way better than Nazir, but it's fine. It was. That album was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was definitely on the fence about listening to this and Alex was like, it's Nas Bagata. So I listened to it and I was also very pleasantly surprised. I mean, I just think that like. The production style that he used on this album over like more sample heavy beats on the like Nasir on his last like real project really works better for him because like Nas can obviously rap. He obviously can rap, but he needs the right kind of beats that like really put his rapping on display. And uh, I think this is just an album of all of that. And uh, it's just 
I don't know. It's just nice to hear. It's refreshing to hear that you can still spit, you know? Well, it's great. Like, Hitboy is having himself a nice little run right now with, like, yeah. the Anderson Pac thing with Rick Ross. Um, and then and then this, like, he executive produced it. And then there's Benny the Butcher one, right? That's what it was? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, he's having a nice little run for himself. And obviously, he's mad successful. But, like, I never really pegged him as as a dude, like, that would just kind of tailor sounds like in like craft whole albums. I always just kind of, I never really like had thoughts on him other than like, all right, he makes hits. But uh, yeah, like you said, like I think him and not like he really crafted a very good overall sound for Nas to, to work with on this album. And there's a lot of shit. Like I wouldn't say all these, like not many of these songs are bangers. If any, like there's like three, spicy. I think. Yeah. Spicy is crazy. But uh, I think that this is just a very, like, solid top-to-bottom album. It's the first time I've enjoyed Nas rapping in, in a while. Because um, I really couldn't tell you the last Nas album that I liked recently. Like, I really don't like many Nas. Like, I only like, like, three or four Nas albums. But I thought this was really good. I was shocked. And this has some serious standout moments. I've I've been wondering for a while now, like yo, what the hell happened to Big Sean? Like my man literally fell off the face of the earth. And that well, dude, song I'll is. What I'll tell you what happened to Big Sean. He dropped Double or Nothing with Metro Boomin, which was one of the most disappointing projects I've ever heard in my life. And um, <laughs> and then he fucking disappeared. So I don't even know what that is? It's he. Metro Boomin did like oh, a I'm looking at album it, yeah. with him, and it's so bad. If you want to know how bad this album is, guys. Just go listen to the song Go Legend, which is all the makings. Metro Boomin, Travis Scott, Big Sean has all the makings of being a banger. And you hear the song, and it's kind of crazy. Travis comes in. It's insane. There's an insane sample by Metro Boomin on there. And then Big Sean opens his fucking dumb mouth, and it's terrible. It's so, <laughs> so bad. And, like, I'm a defender of Big Sean. Like, I like some yeah, of his well, corny. <laughs> but, dude, it is bad. Alex, I don't know if you, like, remember this song or, like, He's like, we go legend. My bro is John Legend. I'm like, this is like the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. You cannot listen to the rest of that song. Like, I literally had to turn it off the other day. Um, so that's what happened to Big Sean, in case you guys were wondering. But, uh, but yeah, he does that, have a new album coming out. He fell off the face of the planet. But uh, I actually really like this verse on this. Um, I like that song a lot. Like, I'm not a crazy Don Tolliver fan, but he's fantastic as that hook. I love when he does like short. You got a lot to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ultra Black is dope. Spicy. We got the firm coming back, which is crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just really like this album. Like it has enough for old heads to enjoy, but it, it also has like a new style. Like it just has Nas like feeling more modern. I think. Mm-hmm. And I really like if Nas hadn't released any of the albums he released in like the last 10 years and just released this one, that would have been cool. (laughs) You know, the last Nas album I really enjoyed. Never forget that we saw Nas at at the Meadows in Queens, New York. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It was just like a weird concert. Like, it was cool. It was fun. But it is also like, who is this old dude? Get him out of here. I don't mean yeah. to disrespect Nas. People love Nas. But Shout out Nas. He's not even in my top five. Get okay. Everybody spicy. Well, that's a crazy. I mean, he's not in my personal top five, but in terms of like all timers, he is in. The I top also five. still don't think he's in the top five. Well, you're crazy. If someone is like, your Nas is in my top five, you're really going to be like, why? No, no. I'm not going to be like, why? I understand that. I'm just stating for the record that he is not in my top five. Illmatic? Give it a top 10 album of all time. That's fine. But, like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so you like the Nas album. We like the Nas album. I don't want to get too much into it because I don't have a whole lot more to say because, like I said, this came out, like, three weeks ago. Um, but I'm not – and, like, I haven't really been spinning it. But I'm really excited oh, to I've talk been about spinning it a lot. All right, let's talk about the other album. Put No, put a rating on this first. Uh, six and a half out of ten. Yeah, I was going to put a seven out of ten on this. Um. It's good. It's good. It's not album of the year by any means, and uh, but uh, it is certainly an acceptable drop. I Let me say. also just say this: it's very weird. I'm on Nas's like Apple Music page, 
and like there's essential albums and it'll like normally give like one or two for artists um illmatic is the fourth album listed which is insane <laughs> to me i don't even the lost taste Illmatic, and it was written are all before it that although i think you. what the apple music is buns nah it was written in my opinion has more illmatic is a better album but it was written has more songs that i enjoy which is very weird uh that is interesting yeah if I oh there it is oh, that's not so good um but yeah so let's talk about the other album we- oh, actually let's take a break we're bouncing all over the place today people just bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me bouncing all over the place <laughs> we have uh i mentioned some singles that alex uh, just declined to listen to so i'm going to talk about the one that that's you didn't listen I... to first but uh new single from corday no more ybn only corday now um and uh it is with roddy rich and it is fire it is called gifted go check that out guys i don't really have a whole lot to say about it because alex didn't listen to it um but roddy rich shows that he really can like hop on any track and just do his thing and it's great and also corday has an amazing ability to like i don't know kind of match the energy of any one of his features i mean we've seen him go with anderson pock with Pusha T, like all sorts of people and uh it's great to hear him get with roddy rich who was like the biggest hip-hop star of the year so um, go check that out. And then the other single, um, which I really thought Alex would know and be excited and really want to talk about is the newest from Black Thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was looking at my thing and I was like, yeah, people, he would not shut up about this song. And rightfully so, because it's crazy. But like when I brought it up to him, and he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so hit him with it, Alex. Tell him about it. Tell him why they should care. Um, okay, so good morning, Black Thought. It's it's coming from his new album, Black Thought, Pusha C, Swizz Beats, production, and a nice little hook, and uh, Killer Mike. Um, it's actually the best rap song of the year. I don't care. It might be, it could be honestly, it might be my favorite song of the year. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Um, I listened to it going to pick up lunch the day it came out, and I literally played it six times back before I was like, I have to stop. And then I played it once more when I got back in the car. Um, it's just all you want from from a posse cut featuring three fantastic rappers. Yeah. Do you think that Black Thought will ever get the respect he deserves? Yo, let me tell you something. People don't know about Black Thought, and uh, they don't know about the roots though either. So like, people only know Black Thought and the roots from fucking Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. What I'll say is that. At least they know from Jimmy Fallon, like, who the Roots are. And now it's kind of on them to go back and, like, recognize that the Roots are one of the greatest band ever. But, uh, you know, at least they know who it is. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, Black, Black Thought, which we thought was the guy from Jimmy Fallon, um, happens to be one of the best rappers working right now. And uh, he I'm did bring, right now in general. In general. I'll give you that. Um, and, uh, yeah, he brought on two, two other rappers who I would also consider some of the best rappers of all time. Um, and, and it's a Swiss uh, beats beat. So you're going to want to crash into anything while it's playing. <laughs> it's a banger. And if yeah, you don't yeah. like it, you are deaf or dumb. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> deaf or dumb or both. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check that out. Who had the best verse? Uh... See, I want to say I really don't know. Honestly, I I want to say Pusha T. It is, <laughs> but because just because I like Pusha T, <laughs> like the I mean, most. All I, of them, like Black Thought's flow is crazy. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot that I like, but Pusha T's verse is just so fucking potent. Pusha T is a song stealer, in my opinion, and I don't think I've always seen him as that. But like more recently, he really is. <laughs> like if you got Pusha T on the song, that's the verse I'm listening for. Like and especially on a song like this, like I know Killer Mike's gonna drop something crazy, and I know Black Thought's gonna go in. But like, I, I really want to hear what Pusha T does on any beat. It's just great. So. I only do features to keep hitting my mark and show you motherfuckers you ain't good as you thought. The only thing this verse is missing is a yuck. Yeah, but he said yeah. Panamera shopping in a pandemic, and I think I've said that about fifty times this week. <laughs> and anytime I go to a store, I will not stop saying it. Alex actually wrote that line. He ghost wrote the verse. 
push the D like push the T and get my mom black thought. Yeah, this is a very good rap song. Um, rap heads, old heads rejoice. Um, Hip hop is alive, people. Mumble rappers, fucking be scared. Fuck Lil Uzi. Fuck Lil Uzi. Dude, <laughs> Lil Uzi and Future dropped two songs like three weeks ago. Didn't know. Uh, Didn't know they're called Paddock and Over My Head. Or Over over Your Head, maybe. I don't remember. Either way, both songs, decent, honestly. You would not like them. You did say that Paddock is way too long, and it is. It's like four <laughs> and a half minutes long. It's way too long. But uh, they're not bad, and I think they're dropping a project together soon. So Baby Pluto and Pluto are dropping, and I'm here for it, honestly. So mumble rap fans rejoice we're getting the goats on a, on a record together and uh yeah but that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about real music today um new album from your boy jaden smith um who just goes by jaden now which is i guess cool and uh we haven't heard from him in a little while but alex tell the people about it what do they need to know uh, when's the last time we heard a jaden album he dropped that like I guess he it dropped Eris last year, but like it feels well, like it was a million like years the ago. Sunset tapes. Oh, that's 2018. Jesus Christ. He like drops weird things. Um, but yeah, yeah, Iris was like his last like big album. Oh, I guess Sunset Tapes was before Iris, huh? That's weird. All right, yeah, so it was Iris. Um <clears throat> so cool tape volume I feel like three. It's Iris. Is it Iris? Or no, is it Iris? I, I, yeah, I found that it was Iris. Alright, whatever. That's fine. Um Cool Tape Volume 3. Yeah, Cool Tape Volume 3 um, is the, I guess, sequel to Cool Tape Volume 2, which was wild cool because that album was only, you could only listen to it, I believe, on the Cool Tape app. There was like an app and you went on and like you could swipe through songs and each was like a picture of his face or something. Like it was, it was a really cool concept. And that album is fantastic. Um... And it, that was 2016. He was like 17, maybe. I know he was under 18. He was uh, definitely young. Yeah, he's still yeah. young. Because he didn't start saying the N-word until after 18. And Cool Tape Volume 2 was still when he was saying Ninja. Um, but that that album has a Wait, lot of... Unrelated, cool. I'm going to pause for a second. Did you see that video? Or like that the Stranger Kids thing? I sent <laughs> that to getting, you. Yeah, he got roasted. And he was like, guys, I was just saying neighbor. I was yeah. neighbor over the song. I'm like, dude, like you are playing a very dangerous game. <laughs> like <laughs> you're trying to fuck up that bag, bro. Lucas is about to kill him in the next season. <laughs> what was his name in the show? Which kid? The kid who did it. Oh, uh, it's the kid who gets abducted. What's his yeah. fucking name? Is um Will. No. Will. Will. They're about to be like, yo, Will disappeared again. Should we find him? Nah. <laughs> Nah, leave him. <laughs> He'll probably get picked up by one of his neighbors. <laughs> um, oh my god! But so yeah, Cool Tay Volume Two has "Keep Your Love," "Let It Breathe," "Young and Reckless," "PCH," all fire. But uh, this is the next iteration of it, um, and it has very similar vibes, both very summery. Um, it's not. This is a lot less rapping, Jaden. And to be honest, like I prefer I this, this Jaden more than rapping, rapping Jaden. I agree. I would say this is like almost no rapping at all. There's some, and we'll it's, talk. But about it's it. not none of it's like really over hip hop production at all. Well, it's all like Rainbow Bath is. Rainbow Bath is, and it's such sick. an ill like turning boom bap style production on its head. I really enjoy how he flips. But dude, it. like falling for you with Justin Bieber. That's awesome. Is like the pop record of the year. I really honestly. like Justin on that. Yeah, no, that I was like, this is great. Like, that is awesome. And uh, like you said, the vibes are incredible. Along um, the way. <laughs> I, too, wish I could be driving around in Long Island and uh, listening to this with the windows down without a care in the world. Very far. I'm sure it was. Um, but yeah, guys, Cool Tapes Volume 3. Um, like we said, Jaden's kind of doing something different. He's always striving to do something different. Um, and, uh, we just have a lot of respect for him. And if you're looking for just something very chill, I would say with a little hint of hip hop in there, um, and a nice feature from, from the Beebs, and, uh, go check this out. It's, it's good stuff. I just listened to it like just before we recorded because I didn't do my homework. You caught a little bit of that argument at the beginning of the show today. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I think that will just set my Dan a good path. Someone said that this album perfectly feels like what the cover looks like, and I think that's a very good explanation of it. I think like, Jaden, all his work kind of feels like that. Like the just me the, about pulling me down. Like on Iris, like just like the pink sky is just yeah. like feel. Oh, it's great. I can put you in a wave. I can put you in the ocean. Yo, and like he does this thing like that. That's a, a song with uh, him and Teo, I believe. And then like on this, he he has a like on photograph, which is maybe my favorite song. It's so fucking beautiful. I'm in the middle of the ocean and I need you right now. I'll also say this about Jaden Smith. Fucking good. <laughs> when we saw him last year, ridiculous at, uh, at uh, the Igor tour, um, and he was doing songs from Iris and stuff like that. He definitely looked like he was going through a phase where he might have been losing his mind, and I don't want to pass any judgment on that. But uh, he was definitely doing some wild stuff. I don't think he had any eyebrows and shaved uh, his head on stage. He, he shaved his head on stage to match up with the the song where he samples the buzzer in the beat, oh. <laughs> um, which is crazy. And then shaved his head and then hopped in the crowd for the rest of the show afterwards. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I was very excited. I was like, he's doing this stuff. He does not give a fuck. But at that time, I was definitely like a little bit concerned about him. <laughs> like, I can't I can't lie. I was like, dude, I hope you're doing OK. I hope this is not like drug fueled insanity and uh i hope this is just you exploring creative outlets um but this seems like a like a return to form for like chill jade and he's got his eyebrows back and uh <laughs> i don't know he like he's just making like i don't really know how to explain it. it's like happy music but i don't think the subject matter is always like the happiest thing in the world I mean, it's like longing it's like like the yeah. album like on the cover it says like this is my last album about you yeah um and I think that like Jaden has a lot of like I don't know he is definitely a very weird dude, um. But I love that like I don't know I just like like weird artists and as long as he's cool like as long as he's good, I'm cool with this weirdness continuing. Like I think this is a very good album, and and I think that like it contributes to his eclectic like stop like there's one bar where he's like it's the benefit of Mr. K and then it like plays like benefit of mr kite like a, a medley of instruments all at once and it's just like what the fuck just happened but it, it just yeah. feels like it works i, I mean i just very fire always yeah i think he's i'm supporting him always like he's doing his thing um he puts on for his community which is awesome too and uh box water box that was water. him right i think so yeah i don't know if he like created it or is like the spokesperson for it but or maybe it's not box water. I think it's like clean water or something. You're thinking you're thinking of Zach Durkheimer. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that's that's just for the people who know him. He used to work for this company that sold box water, and uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. Um, but yeah, guys, go buy boxed water. And none of it will fit. No, into... isn't boxed water bad for the environment? No, I don't think so. I think they say it's better, but it doesn't fit in any of your cup holders. Oh, Jaden yeah. founded Just Water. Just water. Responsibly sourced from upstate New York that is packaged in a bottle made of 82% renewable resources. There you go. Sounds great. So anyway, shout out Jaden. Getting in the water game. Love to yeah. see it. Definitely my best merch. And drop and fire mu- music. Yeah, if there's some cool merch, I would easily look into it's that. Very tie-dye. It's out? Is it out? Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Oh, what? I love tie-dye. Um, but yeah. Um, Alex, what are you putting on this album? I would give it like a seven to a seven and a half. I really enjoy this album. So I would give it like a seven, but accounting for the vibes, I would give it like a seven and a half. <laughs> vibes included. Right, right, right. Like if he had dropped this on like a on like a winter's day and uh like we were all just really sad, still in quarantine, like that would just be not cool. But like it's summer. You can at least go sit outside and have a beer. And yeah, I'm gonna like ride out the end of the summer with this. This merch is interesting. I'm looking at it now. Get off your phone, bro. I'm not on my phone. I'm on my laptop, aka my research device, bro. Relax, aka I think I've been on my phone for like. No, I'm kidding. I'm just I just have it open for music. Like okay, I was like, are you just about to reveal to the listeners that you don't care about this at all and are just Have, surfing yeah. Twitter the whole time, this sending me memes job. and pictures of Sydney Sweeney? 
Sydney Sweeney, if you're listening, I love you, and you're the best part of Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney, I don't think you're listening, and I don't think you ever would. But if you do, he's not. He's not worth it. I'm writing a book, and you're gonna be in the, the movie adaptation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm writing a role for her. We're gonna have to start doing a new segment, like who is Alex simping for this month? Too many. We'll have to do daily episodes. It would have to be like a quarterly thing, maybe. Like simp summer, bro. Summer. Yeah, you were engaging in that one hard. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. Oh, I wanted to tell you. Let me see what you think about this. We went cool. to the sushi place yesterday, okay. right? And simp. right next door. Did you just call me a simp for going to sushi? <laughs> you love sushi and you would easily come with us. I love sushi and I love simping. What's more to love in life? <laughs> so we got sushi yesterday and we're sitting outside. But literally right next door to the sushi place is a fish store like an aquarium okay how like gee like think about the bad energy going on there like the that like just beyond this wall they don't know that their friends and family are being slaughtered oh, they know. for consumption well like think about it it's like finding nemo like what if nemo got out of the cage and found like this slaughterhouse next door like i don't know that was on my mind at dinner yesterday. So I thought I'd share. Um, <laughs> that's a, yo, why is Josh not said anything the whole time? It's just so <laughs> fucked up, man. It's just so messed up. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, oh <clears throat> it's like in a social network, like he feeds the chicken chicken. Or allegedly. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't like that. Do dogs eat fish? Is that a thing? I asked that yesterday, too. <laughs> what were you thinking? Well we, well, we were talking about dogs because Alana brought her dog, adorable, to sushi, and uh, I, I think like, dogs, dogs dogs will eat whatever the fuck you give them. Yeah, I guess that's true, but I think I they know. can. I can't see why they wouldn't be able to eat sushi. It just seems weird to make animals eat other animals, even though that is the circle of life. And like, I mean, I we're animals that. that eat other animals. Yeah, but that's I would call that different because there's not another animal even close to us. And uh, I'm not the wild vegetarian, but uh, I do think it is kind of crazy. Like, I love dairy and I love milk and cheese and all that shit. But we are the only species on the planet that eats another animal's milk. And I ain't going to stop. That's why we're top of the food chain. Is that why? I think so. Made us nice and strong. I think if someone else, if another animal tomorrow was like, Start fucking drinking milk. I think we'd have serious issues with regards to being top of the food chain. Yeah, one would be that they'd be shitting themselves all the time. Speaking of top of the food chain, very crazy. I was sitting out reading the other day, and a very huge shadow flew over me. How big? And I look up. It was large. And I looked up, and a giant hawk was very close to me. It didn't like swoop down at me, but like it just flew over me and it was very low. And I was like, oh my God. And then it just started circling the yard. I was like, yo, I am not letting a fucking hawk. I've had a baby bunny like chilling in the yard for a few weeks now. And I was like, yo, there's no way this hawk is, uh, is taking this baby bunny. And I went out and I patrolled the yard to make sure he didn't swoop down. Because at one point, he, like, went down and didn't go all the way. I was like, yo, he's scaring these things. And uh, I had to put a stop to that. What are you doing if that if that uh, hawk Dude, if that thing, you, though? I'm swinging something at it. No, you're not. You are ducking to the ground. I'm I'd probably sorry. duck. Just, and uh, You would have to. I'd run for cover. And then I'd come back with a weapon. You'd run for cover and come back with a weapon? I'd run you back still inside. be there? Well, if it's there? like birds and like they it's break, like, well, I got this bitch. I'm gonna just wait here. <laughs> if it breaks through the window, I'm fucking that bird up. You're fucking that bird. I love birds. I love all animals, but uh, if that bird comp came at me, I'm gonna have to put my theory of animal fighting to the test. Your theory? Oh, we we've discussed that on the pod, yeah, right? Yeah, we have that. I can like what take... animals you think you can break? Or, I like, know kill. that I could be. I never said kill. I said survive in a fight. But you realize if you're fighting an animal, I feel like, and it's a predator, like a hawk, like if you attack a hawk, that hawk is going to kill you. No. 
I could easily fight a hawk. <laughs> Let me not say easily. I think a hawk would, would severely fuck me up. But I think I would. Hawk would come in, swoop in, and attack you, and keep flying. As and, long like, as I back. like protected my neck, dude. If I get a hand on any part of that bird, I'm going lighthouse Slam. on it. Yeah. Nah, but they're like, but they're gonna like flap their wings in your face and shit. It's not ah! as easy as you say. <laughs> Plus, you're gonna grab it and probably be surprised by like how greasy and disgusting. And it how, is and, like, how scary, scary it would be to be holding a fucking four foot big bird that's like thirty five pounds. Yeah. No, just be like, that oh does my not god, sounds fun. Yeah. Let's not fight birds. How does that sound? I love birds, dude. I would never fight a bird unless it came at me. Do you remember you just said you were going to fight a bird? Unless it came at me, I said. You say it came at you, but maybe, I mean, the bird was probably there first before you guys moved in, so. Maybe. Now we're moving out, and it'll still be here long after we're gone. Um, okay. We'll see about that. Um, but anyways, guys, keep keep posted for Alex's saga of fighting with birds. You know, he might be gone by next week. I hope not, but uh, I guess we're rooting for you, Alex. No, nah, I don't. Well, it's like, like you know how, like, oh, if a if a dog attacked me, I simply would let it kill me. <laughs> it's like no, no, who said that? Like PETA people. No, my dad literally said one time, like, I think like my aunt and uncle, or like my aunt married this dude who had like a Rottweiler, and I was like, Dad, what would you do if the Rottweiler attacked us? And he was like, I'm stabbing it seven times with a, sta- <laughs> a steak knife. Like there was no hesitation in his voice. I was like, Jesus there Christ, there's a killer, bro. No, I was like, I fucking respect that shit, though. No, my dad just doesn't fuck around. Like, if I something's mean, what coming do you for do? the family, yeah, like, if listen. anything, any foe or or problem or animal <laughs> or person is coming for the family, Stu is ready to throw the fuck down. So keep an eye out, people. I mean, yeah, it's you gotta you gotta protect the fam. I love animals to death, but like, listen. We're getting into choppy territory. Do you really love them to death? I'm not having this conversation. I don't want. I want to think of animals as a. I saw this video of a pit bull. <laughs> Someone had like a, like a. The fuck is that game where you like slap the ball around the pole? Tether ball. Tether ball. I'm vicious at that game, or at least I used to be. That um, game is really not that hard. <laughs> so it is actually. You just weren't jumping. Um. <laughs> Are you supposed to jump? If it gets up top and you can't reach it, you got to hit it the other way. Oh, yeah. But, like, after, like, you hit it, and, like, if you get it over their head and you start getting it going and you keep going, then you just kind of slam it really hard and it goes up the top. That's how you win. Well, no, but you can block it. Tetherball is a very fun game. I used to be vicious at it anyway. Tetherball is fun. I saw a video. It was basically, like, it was like a tetherball, but it wasn't, like, there wasn't a pole in the middle. It looked like the tetherball was suspended from above, like a, a branch or something. And it was just like swinging in a pendulum. And there was just a pit bull, like biting the ball and like three feet off the ground, literally just swinging in this pendulum. And was just, just hanging. Go- yeah. And it was going and just going and going and going. It was so funny. <laughs> I love dogs. Dogs are the best. Dogs are great. My dog, Wendy bit a pen that she found in the house (laughs) it was a pink pen and the ink got all over her white fur pinky (laughs) and she just had pink fur for a day and a half and then josh texted me it was like yo what you know about pinky (laughs) no i'm gonna air this one out again because if Alex wants to bring it to these places where no, I'm supposed I'll to reveal it, his character. It. I will. Josh. I sent to Alex. <laughs> my mom keeps calling her Pinky, which if you guys are unpolluted by the internet, hey, I'm like, Alex, there is a porn star named Pinky, and Alex more porn talks star. about her more than no. anyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and that's true. Regardless of how often you speak about her, you still have mentioned her <laughs> more times than anyone else I know. Just so and we're on the same page. of you when she said that. So Just I said, so we're on the same page. <laughs> First of all, if anyone ever tells me, oh, who's Pinky, you're fucking lying. <laughs> Second, See, I couldn't pick her out of a. Well, maybe I could pick her out of a lineup. But, yeah, like, I couldn't tell you what she looks like right now. No, right now I couldn't. I mean,. I'm not even a particular pinky. She's one of those people that you know her when you see her. <laughs> yeah. But I maybe <laughs> mentioned I've maybe mentioned Pinky to Josh five to six times in our friendship. So still more times than anyone well, else. That's what I'm saying. If that's the most, 
I don't know whether that speaks a lot about me or about you. Maybe you, both. For sure. Um, no, definitely you. So you can you can find me uh, at Pinky on <laughs> three Y's. Oh, at least three Y's. At least. You know how crazy the video is going to be by how many Y's are there. Um, <laughs> so, Josh, where can they find you and Pinky? Oh, he's letting me go first this time. I see you. Um, you can find me at Josh Lempert, J-O-S-H-L-E-M-P-E-R-T, on Instagram, on Letterboxd, on Twitter. Um, go find the page. Alex is going to plug the page in a second, but make sure to go find it on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. We're trying to boost all those pages so we can reach more people and grow into the mega stars that we know you all want us to become. Bigger than um, Pinky. Bigger than Pinky. One day people will say <laughs> WTR and they'll say, oh, I know that. And you'll say Pinky and they'll be like, who? I want to see what Pinky's up to. No, you don't. Pinky. That's going to bring up some bad results. Star. Pinky Star Rocks? What? Oh, this is a clothing company. All right, hang on. Let me look up Pinky. I think Vamp. you want to go to Pornhub? No, no, no. I just want to see like. Pinky fucking her fave porn star. Right, this is getting a little much. This is too much, actually. Yeah. This is why you should not have let me go first. You need to go first. Um, You can find me. Oh, Pinky. Very pink hair. You can find me. You need to stop. On Instagram at AlexPaps1. On Twitter at SamuraiPaps. On Letterboxd at AGPerson. And you can find the podcast on WTRPod.com as well as Instagram and Twitter at WTRPod. And Facebook at Where's the Remote. Go look for us. Um, like I said, keep checking out the website. we got new articles coming. we still got merch. Not for long. Check it out. Buy it if you're feeling great. Buy one for your friends because you know they'll thank you. They'll be like, holy shit, this is a great t-shirt. Where'd you find it? And then you'll be like, oh, this great podcast I know. And then they'll not only be getting the gift of the shirt, but they'll be getting the gift of us. And uh, what's better than that, people? Nothing. So until next time. We will catch you later. Peace. Catch Pinky and WTR merch. No. <laughs>